black singing dies then the old anthem of the republic although that day native group knew the lyrics of the anthem they once despised they would soon know the words by heart on the day of the inauguration i was overwhelmed with a sense of history in the first decade of the 20th century a few years after the bitter anglo-boer war and before my own birth the white-skinned peoples of south africa patched up their differences and erected a system of racial domination against the dark-skinned peoples of their own land the structure they created formed the oasis of one of the harshest most inhuman societies the world has ever known now in the last decade of the 20th century and my own eighth decade as a man that system had been overturned forever and replaced by one that recognized the rights and freedoms of all peoples regardless of the color of their skin that day had come about through the unimaginable sacrifices of thousands of my people people whose suffering and courage can never be counted or repaid i felt that day as i have on so many other days that I was simply the son of all those african patriots who had gone before me that long and noble line ended and now began again with me i was pained that i was not able to thank them and that they were not able to see what their sacrifices had brought the policy of apartheid created a deep and lasting wound in my country and my people all of us will spend many years if not generations recovering from that profound hurt but the decades of oppression and brutality had another unintended effect and that was that it produced the Oliver Tambos the Walter Sisulus the Chief Luthiers the Tambos the use of tattoos the Bram Fishers the Roberts of Accords of our time men of such extraordinary courage wisdom and generosity that their like may never be known again perhaps it requires such depths of oppression to create such heights of character my country is rich in the minerals and gems that lie beneath its soil but i've always known that its greatest wealth is its people finer and truer than the purest diamond it is from these comrades in the struggle that i learned the meaning of courage time and again i've seen men and women risk and give their lives for an idea I've seen men stand up to attacks and torture without breaking, showing a strength and resilience that defies the imagination. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate and if they can learn to hate they can be taught to love for love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite even in the grimmest times in prison when my comrades and I were pushed to our limits i would see a glimmer of humanity in one of the guards perhaps just for a second but it was enough to reassure me and keep me going man's goodness is a flame that can be hidden but never extinguished in life Every man has twin obligations obligations to his parents to his family to his wife and children and he has an obligation to his people his community his country in a civil and humane society 
each man is able to fulfill those obligations according to his own inclinations and abilities but in a country like south africa it was almost impossible for a man of my birth and color to fulfill both of those obligations in south africa a man of color who attempted to live as a human being was punished and isolated in south africa a man who tried to fulfill his duty to his people was inevitably ripped from his family and his home and was forced to live a life apart a twilight existence of secrecy and rebellion i did not in the beginning choose to place my people above my family but in attempting to serve my people i found that i was prevented from from, from fulfilling my obligations as a son a brother a father and a husband i was not born with a hunger to be free i was born free free in every way that i could know free to run in the fields near my mother's hut free to swim in the clear stream that ran through my village free to rose mealies under the stars and ride the broad, broad backs of slow moving bulls as long as i obeyed my father and abided by the customs of my tribe i was not troubled by the loss of man or god it was only when i began to learn that my boyhood freedom was an illusion when i discovered as a young man that my freedom had already been taken from me that i began to hunger for it at first as a student i wanted freedom only for myself the transitory freedoms of being able to stay out at night read what i pleased and go where i chose later as a young man in johannesburg i earned for the basic and honorable freedoms of achieving my potential of earning my keep of marrying and having a family the freedom not to be obstructed in a lawful life but then i slowly saw that not only was i not free but my brothers and sisters were not free i saw that it was not just my freedom that was curtailed but the freedom of everyone who looked like i did that is when i joined the african national congress and that is when the hunger for my own freedom became the hunger for the freedom of my people it was this desire for the freedom of my people to live their lives with dignity and self-respect that animated my life that transformed a frightened young man into a bold one that drove a law-abiding attorney to become a criminal that turned a family-loving husband into a man without a home that forced a life-loving man to live like a monk i am no more virtuous or self-sacrificing than the next man but i found that i could not even enjoy the poor and limited freedoms i was allowed when i knew my people were not free freedom is indivisible the chains on any one of my people were the chains on all of them the chains on all of my people were the chains on me i knew that the oppressor must be liberated just as surely as the oppressed a man who takes away another's man's freedom is a prisoner of hatred he's locked behind the bars of prejudice and narrow mindedness I'm not truly free if I'm taking away someone else's freedom just as surely as I'm not free when my freedom is taken from me the oppressed and the oppressor alike are robbed of their humanity